Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. I know everybody's out there doing their holiday shopping, you know, getting ready for Christmas and everything. And I like to like, you know, wish everybody out there a very, very Merry Christmas, you know. And so, you know, before we get started, I just had to put that in there. I know you're all busy and everything, but if you could sit down for a half an hour with me and join me on this fabulous ride, All Things Basketball Podcast is is a wonderful thing, and we're transcending up, baby, and we're getting ready to get into 2020. Well, let me stop walking around and beating around the bush and talking and talking and talking. We got to get into episode 83, people. The name of episode 83, Defining Moment. The name of episode 83, people, is Defining Moment, all right? And so, but before we get into episode 83, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, coming out of that Laker building, people, the Purple and Gold. The Purple and Gold was surging, doing very, very well. One of the top records in the league when they met up with the Milwaukee Bucks last week. But I tell you, LeBron is out. Bad back, back spasms. Now, LeBron has had a history of, of uh, this back injury for a little while now, maybe about five years. But so now he's out right now with back spasms. And hey, I'll tell you what, the Lakers look ordinary, man. They really look ordinary. I think what wound up happening is that uh, the, the Los Angeles Lakers surrounded themselves and put the system in that benefited LeBron at the point guard position. And now that he's sitting out, uh, and he's out for a little while. They really don't know their way. You know, they don't know who can, who can fill in for him. You know, you got Rajon Rondo, but he's not the type of player that LeBron James is from the point guard position. He's a little bit different. He's more of a navigator and a disher of the ball. He's not going to really give you that offensive output that LeBron would give, but he's an excellent, excellent player. But he's no LeBron James. And so right now, what's going on with the purple and gold is they're looking a little bit ordinary, man. They're really looking a little bit ordinary. They're waiting for different players to try to step up and fill in those shoes. But those are some big shoes to fill. When you lose a King James, you got some big shoes to fill, baby. I tell you that. Now, Anthony Davis has been doing his thing. All right. And he had a little spill last night. We'll start to find out what happened with him. Is he going to miss some time? Because if he starts to miss time on the floor, then, man, the Lakers are in a little bit of trouble, people. They become a little bit more ordinary than they were when LeBron was out. And last night, AD had over 30 points. But what wound up happening was it really didn't matter because they were out there against one of the top teams in the league and the Denver Nuggets. And one guy with 30 points is not going to be enough to beat a team as well-rounded as the Denver Nuggets. And so you're missing LeBron out there. 
you're missing a whole lot. You're missing LeBron, and you're missing a whole lot. And so the Lakers right now are starting to look a little ordinary, and we don't know actually when LeBron will be back. Uh, you know, they play the L.A. Clippers Wednesday on Christmas Day, and maybe he might make an appearance. I don't think he'll play on Christmas Day, people. I think the Christmas Day festivities is a big thing for the NBA, but I believe the Lakers know that he needs to be ready for the playoffs. LeBron needs to be ready for the playoffs, and they're not going to risk anything as far as those playoffs is concerned and letting them play on Christmas Day. If he plays on Christmas Day, it'll be a surprise, man. But if he does play, you could expect LeBron James, King James, to give his maximum effort, all right? And so that's what's going on in that purple and gold building, that Laker building. LeBron James is out, and all of a sudden, the Los Angeles Lakers are looking more and more ordinary. Well, we got news out of that Memphis area, people. Well, as you know, earlier in the year, you know, uh, the University of Memphis suspended uh, my main man, Penny Hardaway, head coach, and James Weissman earlier for infractions, NCAA infractions, as far as Penny Hardaway giving James Weissman's mother a lump sum of money so that they could move into the Memphis area. And they, you know, the NCAA got wind of it and suspended both Penny Hardaway and James Weissman. Well, Penny Hardaway is back on the bench coaching the University of Memphis, and James Weissman is about six or seven games into a 12-game suspension from the team. Now we're getting news that James Weissman will not be back. He will get himself ready for the NBA draft. Good job, young man. You don't have to put up with the NCAA shenanigans. You can just step away silently and get ready to be one of the top five picks, if not the number one pick, because I believe James Weissman might go either one or two in the upcoming draft. And so that's what James Weissman has decided to do. He's not going to deal with the NCAA infractions anymore. Uh, He's not going to wait to come back to the University of Memphis, he has decided that he would declare his hardship and go to the NBA. And I tell you, the the NCAA really has to get it together. You know, you got guys like R.J. Hampton, Lonzo Ball that don't even want to go anywhere near the NCAA because of all of these high sanctions and all of these strict rules on these young guys. You know, and these young guys that I'm talking about are one-and-done players. They're not going to be in the NCAA two years, three years. They're only going to touch the floor for one season, and they're being overly strict. I think, you know, a lot of things need to change in the NCAA, you know, from finances to rules. You know, you got too many rules and too many sanctions in these situations, and it's turning a lot of young, strong players away from this NCAA. A lot of the young players are going overseas, all right? A lot of young players are going to the G League. They'd rather go into the G League and make a few dollars and then go to the NBA as opposed to going to college. Well, as you know, college is not just about sports. It's about an education. And I think these guys are very smart and they know that. But they can get their education 
online. They can get their education in the off season and they can still play basketball to make a strong amount of money for to feed their families and things like that without all of these strict rules and regulations that the NCAA will bestow upon them. And so I'm kind of getting off, but James Weissman will forego the suspension that was laid upon him, which is a 12-game suspension, and he will go hardship and make himself available for this upcoming season, 2020 NBA draft. And like I said, James Weissman, I believe, will go number one. But if he doesn't go number one, he's definitely in the top three, and he changes his life financially and all the way around with that type of money. He changes his life. And so that's what James Weissman is going to do. And I'm excited and happy to see him at the next level. He really didn't have to deal with the suspension. And I guess he tried to do it, but it's just too much basketball from James Weissman's mouth. He said it's just too much basketball loss and he's used to playing on a consistent basis and not just practicing. He's used to competing on a consistent basis. And so that's what's happening at that University of Memphis and James Weissman. Once again, people, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Kimber Walker, man, played against his old team, the Charlotte Hornets. It was a very emotional time for Kimber Walker. He spent eight years in Charlotte, consummate pro, never said too much, never made waves, just went out there and performed for the Charlotte Hornets at a high, high level. And Kimber Walker said it'll be very emotional to see the, uh, his former team on the court. But hey, like he also said, I got to do what I got to do. It's a business. I've moved on, and now I'm a Boston Celtic. But I tell you what, it was very emotional for Kimber. You can see it in his face, but Kimber performed like he always do at a high, high level, man. And, of course, the Boston Celtics pulled it off. They won the game. And so Kimber Walker had high emotions as far as playing against his former team, but they did a wonderful job, the Boston Celtics, and they pulled off the victory against the Charlotte Hornets. And that's what's going on out of that Boston building. Kimber Walker really felt the feelings. He didn't he, he didn't know what to expect, but he knew it would be emotional, and that it was for Kimber Walker. And so I think he closes a chapter, because once you do something like this, people, you close a chapter and you start a new one, all right? He started a new chapter, but I don't think until he linked up with his former team, blood, sweat, and tears, and played a great, great game that you could fully close the chapter. And so now right now, Kimber Walker has closed the chapter, and he is truly a Boston Celtic from this point on, and he was always going to perform. He's still going to perform at a high, high level. He performed at a high, high level in Charlotte, and he will continue to be a consummate pro and all-star and perform at a high, high level 
in the Boston Celtic uniform. All right. OKC, baby. They're building from the bottom. They're building from the bottom. They got a lot of young team. They got a lot of young players, excuse me. All right. They have a great leader in Chris Paul. We haven't heard much about Chris Paul being traded just yet. But we got to wait until that trade deadline gets closer. You never know about Chris Paul. He might start rumbling again about getting traded. But Chris Paul is a consummate pro, people. He's not going to make any waves. He's not going to deter his young teammates. And he's definitely not going to tell them he wants out of, of um, you know, that he wants out of OKC. He's not going to let that be known. He's going to continue to play at a high, high level as well as his teammates, and he's going to keep teaching the young guys, the young players that are in the building. And so that's what's going on with um, the OKC Thunder. They're building from the ground up. Now, they have a few veterans, but for the most part, it's a very, very young team over there in OKC. It's a very young team, and I tell you what, they've got a ton of draft picks in the next two seasons. And so their rebuilding process in OKC will be very, very fast. The rebuilding process will be very, very fast, and they will get a ton of first-rounders and a ton of second-rounders from the Russell Westbrook trade. Very, very good trade, as well as the Paul Paul George trade came through for both those both the teams, as uh, the Clippers, as well as OKC, the Rockets, as well as OKC. It came through for all three teams. And so OKC is happy where they're at. They have an excellent coach in Billy Donovan. And guess what? They're going to keep transcending up and building from the bottom. All right. Tap in, baby. Once again, tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Well, we got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. Well, coming out of that Florida area, man, coming out of that Florida, Orlando, Florida, we got C.J. Walker, man. We got C.J. Walker. He's 6'8", 200 pounds, five-star recruit on his way to Oregon, the University of Oregon. C.J. Walker's a phenomenal player, man, wonderful player, strong down low, prefers to dunk as opposed to land it in. That's out of his mouth. Man, he's a phenomenal player. Very strong down low, like I said. And he's great on defense. He will block a ton of shots for you. He's going to the University of Oregon. All right? And he's coming out of Oak Ridge High School in Orlando, Florida. His um, AAU outfit is Nike EYBL. His AAU outfit is Nike EYBL1. Wonderful player, CJ Walker, and he's our AAU profile for this Monday show. All right. 
The New Orleans Pelicans, man, they're losing patience with my main man, Lonzo Ball. Well, Lonzo Ball's a point guard. And I think with Drew Holiday there, solidified as the point guard, Lonzo Ball is not really a, a shooting guard. And so he's having his struggles fitting in in New Orleans. I think um, Lonzo Ball is much more prepared to be a point guard and a facilitator. He's always been a point guard. He's been a point guard his whole life. And so this is a, a just a, a change for him to play off the ball. I believe he's going to be just fine. But, you know, in the NBA, you lose patience and you lose your way. In the NBA, they are not patient as far as letting you grow into a position. Now, Lonzo Ball is in his third year of his NBA career. His first season, he was on again, off again, injured. And now, you know, he's finally getting his feet under him. But the New Orleans Pelicans really don't care. The NBA really doesn't care because the NBA will not feel sorry for you. Either you improve and play ball at a high, high level, and if you don't, they're going to sit you. They're going to sit you because they pay you too much money to let you just go out there and not perform at the level that they believe you should perform at. So coming out of that New Orleans building, I tell you, the New Orleans Pelicans is losing a little patience with my man Lonzo Ball. But I tell you what, y'all could trade him to the New York Knicks. <laughs> We'd love to have a guy like Lonzo Ball in the building running the point guard. And R.J. Barrett on the wing, Woo, I can see it now. But we don't know if that'll happen. That's just Coach Luke's wishful thinking. But if the New Orleans Pelicans are losing patience with Lonzo Ball, again, like I said, there are a lot of takers out there. Once again, people, tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, people, we've reached that point in the show that we always reach every single podcast. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, all Things Basketball Podcast. Uh, if you want to ask to your company to be on the show, All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ask to your company to be on the show, those are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. Well, people, defining moment, the name of this episode, episode 83, defining moment. Well, as you know, it's been a lot of rumblings in the WNBA about wages and pay. Well, I tell you, it's been high time because, you know, Coach Luke and All Things Basketball Podcast has really been part of that charge with the players in the WNBA about their wages. Now, the average salary in the WNBA is maybe 125 to 115, 115, excuse me, to 125. And what I mean by that is 115,000 to 125,000. And everybody in America, I think most people in sports, 
think that that's way, way too low for professional outlets. Now, the argument has always been they don't play as many games as the men. And we're not talking about that type of money, people. We're talking about fair wages for professional female athletes in the WNBA. We're not talking about NBA money, but we're talking about fair money. So what's going on right now, when I say define the moment, the WNBA has an excellent, excellent commissioner, Kathy Engelberg, and she had mentioned that she was going to sit down with the top players in the WNBA in the new, in the near future. Excuse me. So now this time has come. Kathy Engelberg will be meeting with some of the top players. Candace Parker, Liz Cambage, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi to talk about the wages in the WNBA. And I think it's high time that the women get paid a little bit better than what they're getting paid right now. You know, a lot of the women still play overseas in the offseason when they should only have to worry about the WNBA. They shouldn't have to have two basketball jobs to survive and live the way they want. They should only have to play in the WNBA, and that's it. And so now Kathy Engelberg will be sitting down with a lot of the top players in the WNBA, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. It's a wonderful thing that the women will get to be heard about the wages that they are receiving from the league. Now, some would say, man, you know, Coach Luke, when I look at the WNBA, I don't see anybody in the stands. Well, I tell you what, let's look at it this way. Let's not look at who's in the stands per se. Let's look at the WNBA as a league grossing over a hundred thousand, a hundred million, excuse me, a hundred million dollars in sponsorship. How about let's look at that first? All right. And now when you say a hundred, a hundred million in sponsorship money, some would say that's for sponsorship. That's for the arenas that they play in. Well, who plays in those arenas, people? Players. The players are the biggest product. If you didn't have the players, you probably wouldn't even need the arena. And if you didn't need the arena, the sponsors might not show up. So what I'm saying is it all works hand in hand. Don't eliminate the players because you're making over $100 million in sponsorship. Somehow figure out how to play those, how to pay those players, not so much from the sponsorship, but allocate things to where they can make certain amount of money. All right? And so that's what's going on with the WNBA. And I'm glad that this conversation is finally being taken care of because Kathy Engelbert, again, like I said, is an excellent, excellent commissioner. And when she mentioned that this would be on her table before the upcoming season, me, for one, as a basketball aficionado, I knew that it would happen because she's a woman of her word. Wonderful job, Kathy Engelberg. Keep doing the great job as the commissioner of the WNBA. Well, all right.
Heroics, man. Heroics. The defending champions was down 30 points. They went to the college, the old college press, 2-2-1. You don't see that in the NBA. But the defending champs stormed back to break history and break the record. Down 30, they came back and they beat the Dallas Mavericks, man. Wonderful job. And what it tells you is that the Toronto Raptors people are for real. Do not be surprised if you see them in the championship again. And do not be surprised if you see them hoist their second trophy. Because I sure won't. I sure won't. Well, it's been a ball, people. I hope everybody did their shopping, got all their shopping out the way. Because Coach Luke didn't. <laughs> I got to go out again tomorrow, which is Christmas Eve. All right. I hope everybody has a great holiday. All right. Enjoy the holiday. Be safe. Don't drink and drive if you're doing a little drinking. All right. And, um, you know, I love everybody that downloads, shares, likes. I just love everybody that's been following the podcast and been hanging in there with us as we transcend up. All right. And I just like to say Merry Christmas. And I love you all, man. Good night. God bless. And oh, of course, Christmas Day is Wednesday. We will not be on the air. I've given everybody the day off. And so I'll see you next Monday. I'll see you next Monday. All right. Everybody's going to take a little break. Good night. God bless.